welcome to the iBuyer Experiment. We are so glad you're here. Today, Elliot and I are talking about surviving the shift. Yes, yes. Welcome, everybody. We are very excited to be with you. Uh, really excited to be able to share some of this you know, content with you, right? So one of the things I think I get so excited, candidly in a shift, and then maybe because we've been through <laughs> a shift down yeah. and a shift up, right? A couple, like the, a few. Right? Like the, yeah. There's actually a lot of people don't know how to, they get so niched in a downturn, right? We know a lot of colleagues that they just didn't a shift. They didn't adjust out of the shift when they, when we shifted away from REO right. short sale, right. right? They had a hard time transitioning to a traditional market. And then now that we're shifting, you know, now to where from being order takers, quite frankly, right? <laughs> <laughs> you actually yeah. have to sell, talk yeah. about price reductions and be consultive, right? right? I think that was, as we were kind of preparing for this, that was one of the things that we were talking about was being consultive. So let me ask you to like, to you, what does that, what does that mean? Right, right. So, well, before we kind of dive into that, I just want to say that Jason and Keith are not with us today. They are in Colorado. They're meeting with a couple brokers uh, with Sudelia, so that's exciting, and they are just bummed that they're not here. Yep. Uh, but, yeah, so what does it look like? What does it really look like to grow your business? And and it's an interesting thought. Let's, let's just kind of, like, pause there for a moment, okay. because if we're going to think about how we're going to grow our business, we need to be realistic about market conditions, right? Yes. And I'm, I am generally optimistic, but I'm also a realist. Okay. And if you look at the amount of home sales we had last year, like mm. 6 million nationally. And if you mm. look at the seasonally adjusted projection for this year, it's 4.8. And so Elliot and I were just talking about how that's a 20% decrease in transaction count. Yeah, that's insane. It's sizable. Very sizable. Right. And so it could be really easy for you to think that, oh man, you know, I, I can't grow my business in this market. Yeah. So I think that kind of the foundation to all of this is your mindset. Yes. Like, what do you think is possible? Because whether you think it's true or not, it will happen for you, right? Like, so if you don't think it's possible to even grow your business, then it's probably not going to happen for you. Uh, absolutely. Well, and I think, you know, I, I know most of our listeners, viewers are more true practitioners, right? So, I mean, those of you guys, you know, should actually be looking for this, right? Because again, I don't want to sound like a, you know, a negative Nancy in this circumstance, but sometimes these downturns kind of sheds the uh, easiness of getting a license, whether it be MLO, uh, you know, mortgage loan originator or a real estate license, right? You have over 500,000 MLOs across the country and over 1.6 million real estate agents. That's 200,000 people, right? As far as that goes, or it's, wow, 200,000, I wish two it was two, two, two million. million yeah, it's a lot. Right, now, and then you have 1.6 million people servicing those 6 million transactions, right, that are there, and then now it's gonna be one point, or excuse me, 4.8 million, right? So, that, I mean, that's, if you think about it, right, the average agent, you know, roughly five transactions, well, that's down to four transactions now, right? That's actually, you know, and because the commission is, let's just say 15 to 20 grand in most cases, that's a sizable income cut. Right, right. But I think what Elliot and I get so excited about and kind of some of the things we want to share with you today is that this is actually your opportunity to feast. Seize. <laughs> yeah, seize. Like be hungry right now. And so I think that the first thing that I would share with you is just make sure you have an excellent mindset. Because what we know is any of the strategies that we're going to share with you today, if you don't come from that wonderful mindset, 100%. you won't implement them, you won't follow through on them, you won't keep doing them when it gets hard, right before they click and right before things take off and you'll quit or you'll pivot. And so what we would just wanna share with you is have a beautiful mind, 
mindset. How do you do that? Well, a few things. I think that if you if you struggle with staying in a positive frame, maybe get yourself a coach or a mm. mentor or somebody mm. that can really help you kind of see the bigger picture uh, because it's easy to get lost in the weeds. I mean, we've all had those days when we find out that like a friend listed their home with someone else <laughs> or a family member bought a home with someone else and it just kind of like knocks us off our rocker and makes us feel really bad, feel sorry for ourselves. And maybe that day of feeling bad turns into a week and maybe that week turns yep. into two and so how are you going to snap yourself out of it so you can get back out there and and put yeah, yourself stop having that excuse and that yes. story right like i don't i don't i know i'm a little rigid i think when it comes <laughs> to those things but at the same time i mean right like to much uh, to much that has been given much is expected right like to me that's that's you know kind of like a, a mantra that i try to live my life by so anyways i think like another thing too like i'll, I'll say when it comes to mindset to me it's like all right maybe you're in a rough season of life. Maybe there's, you know, worse circumstances than somebody just listed their house. Right. But it all comes down to like, what's one thing that you can do that particular day, right. That's going to help you win the day. Right. So I actually recently saw a post that actually was, it was more fitness based. And one of the things I followed and it actually really resonated for me with, cause some, you know, I have some challenging things in my life. Like we all do right 100%, now. Right. And it was like, Hey, train to win life. Mm. And I was like, damn, that's exactly the, the point of it, right? Because, you know, me being a, you know, ex-retired athlete and all that other stuff, like where once upon a time I trained for a reason. And now, I mean, I like to work out and, you know, try to try to do things, uh, you know, stay physically fit. But sometimes it's harder because like, what's what's the reason behind it? So anyways, what I'm sharing with you and saying this is, is win the day, right? So sometimes it's just one thing. I think sometimes we set ourselves up like, hey, I'm going to go set goals. I'm going to set these 15 goals. And then we just get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. Right. So sometimes it's like, all right, well, here's this summer day goal and summer day, summer day, summer day. That's where like, I think some of these, these goal planning systems of like a four weeks, one month, one quarter, one year, or I think sometimes we just peel it back to like, if you're struggling out there uncertain right now in today's times, peel it back to a one day goal. Right. Right. Like, Hey, today I'm going to make three phone calls today. I'm going to wake up at 6am today. I'm going to do X, you know, X and X. That's going to cause me to, 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 you know, prime my day for the rest of the thing. Right. And I'm, we all know that you and I especially are very much so into, you know, thought leadership, right? Like you got to prime the pump, you got to plant the seeds, right? So like that, that means like, um, you know, personal growth type stuff, like whether, like, what can I learn? What can I learn in a book? Right. What can I watch in a podcast? Yeah. You know, it's so interesting you bring that up. So last week I podcasted with Michael, the CEO of Revive and Revive is so Michael. Yeah. Reinventing the construction uh, and real estate kind of collision. Anyway, uh, Michael, he's such a learner Yeah, and he had shared with us kind of like his goals for the month. And one of them th read three books, right? Love like, it. And I had recommended a book to him as we were podcasting and he literally like opened up his phone and bought it and downloaded it like right then and there. And he's like, I'm going to listen to this on the airplane home. And I'm like, I, I believe you. Like, this is so yeah. cool. Like a life learner. Yep. And so I, th I'm, I just wanted to kind of share that story because it tied into what you're saying. Yeah. Like, like, what do you fill your mind with? Are you listening to like constantly negative news? That is not an acronym. I promise. <laughs> Um, are, but what, what, what are you taking in? Because if it's garbage in, it's going to be garbage out. And so look at what the inputs out are if you want to see what the outputs are. So true. Yeah. So mindset's number one. Like, so we just wanted to like really like kind of summarize, like you got to have a good mindset and it's difficult when it is, can be very tougher. difficult. Yeah, for sure. So we get that like mad empathy to all of you. We understand that things might be a little bit harder right now. Uh, so, but Let's get tactical Love because it. this is kind of where 
And it's, it's kind of where Elliot shines is on this like tactical implementation of strategies. Yep. And I know one thing that we both agree is if you <clears throat> want to really grow your business, you have to have a dialed in database. So Hell yeah. we were just looking at uh, kind of just some, some stats and 75% of most real estate agents business comes from referral. And when I share that, Right, Elliot's first comment was, which is why lead generation is all the more important because you add another person yep. to your fold, you're gonna get more Compound effect. Yes, so it all ties together. So we wanna talk today a little bit about uh, kind of the, the funnel strategies. You know what the funny thing is, is, I don't remember what the exact stat is um, on it and I'm, I'm a little disappointed that it's not coming to me right now, but it's roughly 75% of agents don't use a CRM right? Like it is astronomically high. I'm not saying that they don't have one. They don't use it, right? Mm -hmm. Like there's so many people that they like uh, candidly, right? Like this is, I love where we've gotten to this point in Zudilio because now we're working with thousands of agents and we, you know, get to consult with brokers, team owners across the board. And I have to be honest, there's a lot of people that I ask them say, Hey, what are you using for, you know, a, a CRM management X? Okay, cool. Well, how many people do you have in it? Uh, I don't know. I need to look, which I mean, obviously I don't expect you to have the exact number. Okay. Well, what are you doing for this? What are you doing for that? What are you doing for this? And the answer more times than not in all of those particular areas is <laughs> I've never know. even thought of that. I oh, I didn't, I'm not yeah. right. Like it's like, damn, well, Hey, look, if the turnover rate per your database, like is, you know, X and you're not managing it and you're not getting that many transactions from them. Right. It's just like the, the national turnover rate in America right now is roughly 5%. Right. Wow. So if you, if you have a database of five, a thousand people and you're not getting 5% of the transactions from them, clearly you're not messaging to them correctly. Now, do I think that you're going to get a hundred percent of the business from your database? No, I'm right. not going to be unrealistic in that fashion, but you know, you should be certainly getting the lion's share of it if you have the proper systems and process and doing that. And that's just lay down business, right? hundred percent. Right. Come and repeat and referral, baby. <laughs> yeah. We, we love repeat and referral. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so I love that. Uh, just definitely putting things into perspective that you've got to use the tool in order for the tool Absolutely. to work. Absolutely. Right? So, you know, really to build upon that. So let's talk some funnel strategies for new leads. I know that at Zudelio, you know, you pioneered our I am. I did. So tell us what is I am? How does it work? Uh, and just kind of share with us, because here's the thing, like whether you choose into Zudelio, whether you choose into IAM, which you can't right now because it's only beta and we're not <laughs> releasing it to everybody, but we want to share the fundamentals and the strategy behind it. But whether you choose into something here or somewhere else, like the goal is, is to share with you what is working. You want to grow your business. You want to be to a point you're not. And here's a strategy that works. Well, uh, giving it a proper tee up, right? So the reason why it's not very, you know, widely available is because Zudelio is not a CRM, right? Like that's, and that's, we made a decision that, that we want to be a software company that provides, you know, lead capture, all of the marketing services. And, you know, the, we wanted to stay in our lane. With that said, we give you every tool that you need to, to build this inside of your Boomtown, KV Core, Lion's Desk, et cetera, right? right. Chime, whatever. And because a lot of them have behavior metrics, um, you, you know, inside of it, that's, that's where a lot of these triggers and automated, you know, um, marketing comes from. So the I am is an acronym for intelligent agent marketing, right? That's, that's ultimately what it is. And what it is, is it's automated marketing for you based on the behaviors of your consumer, right? And so we actually start very, very simple top of funnel. Right. And what that is, is to build awareness and interest. And you want to do that through your UVP, your unique value proposition. 
right? So that's one of the things that I'm so gangbuster on, on with Zudilio is <laughs> it probably like, I don't care if you're a one-year agent or a 20-year agent, we, we give you guns blazing, locked and loaded, you know, whatever analogy you want to use, best UVP out there. Turn a buyer's offer to cash, walk into any listing virtually with a, with a cash offer in hand. Right. Like that's going to get you the job interview. Hello. Right, right. Right. So that's, that's, that's like, that's objective number one. And then, so when you're doing that at scale and at mass, and then now through today's modern technology, I can not only track when they open it, I can track when they engage it. What are they clicking? What are they doing? And then furthermore, those, those, after they do the, after they engage with the content, it will fire off workflows, right? So, Hey, call this person. Hey, send this text message, right? And the system will actually automate automatically do that for you. And so <clears throat> That is what we're building. And the reason why we built it and baited it is because we are going to build an automated marketing piece inside of Zudilio. Yes. So I'm that's so going to, yeah, I'm, I'm so stoked so for that excited. <clears throat> total game changer. Right? Like, and the, the reason why that is, is again, and I know we're totally vomiting on you with, with stats today, but to me, this is one of the most <laughs> important stats out there is roughly, you know, almost half of the people that are hitting the market today are first starting off with a cash offer, especially yes. in your iBuyer prime markets. Mm -hmm. Well, Wait, let, can we just pause? Say that again. Almost 50% of the houses that are hitting the market are first starting with a cash offer, especially in the iBuyer prime markets. Powerful. It's, it's insane, right? Imagine if you could put yourself, throw your hat in the arena for 50% of the houses that are going to list <laughs> yes. on the list, right? That's that's, just, that is literally the conversation, <clears throat> right? That's the yeah, question that you want to ask yourself. Right, right. Sure. It's, it's huge. And then the crazy data, data point is, is a begging, a high begging 5%, of the offers are accepted. But here's the crazy data point behind it, right? And this is a stat by Mike Del, Mike Del Preeti from, uh, you know, uh, connoisseur, I guess, in this yeah, space. He's yeah, he's like the iBuyer, yeah, power buyer. Yeah. He, he coined the term power buyer. Yeah, he sure did. He's an influencer. Yeah, he's, in a, he's a brilliant space. mind. And, and he has the data and the reports to do it. But anyways, here's the stat. He is a brilliant mind, but I always have to tell the story when he comes up. We had a conference <laughs> call with him a few years ago, <laughs> and he was like eating Sorry, a I'm eating peach. a peach. If you've never had a conference call with somebody while they're eating a peach, you yeah. don't want to. It's so loud and gross. Well, like imagine, he's also, imagine how that sounds Yeah. like in your ear. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Go on. So anyhow <laughs> hasn't, yeah, he's, he's good, brilliant mind. <clears throat> yes. hundred yes, percent. Um, anyhow, the roughly half of the people, right, that, that request a cash offer, go on to list or accept a cash offer within six months, right? So when you're thinking about the quality lead, I want you guys to put that into perspective, okay? So you're paying for Zillow, you're paying for um, whatever lead source, right? There's Tiger Leads, um, you know, whatever it is, PPCs, right? Like whether it's search, ads, social, whatever else, right? The incubation cycle on most of those projections is 18 to 24 months. Mm -hmm. And the, cash and the conversion ratio on those is like, if you're solid is like 3%. I, I hear That's these solid. teams, I know, I hear these teams say that they're going to get 3%. I'm like, show me. Right. Because <laughs> if so, I mean, I will say that you can actually create a lot of leads, but I mean, most of the conversion in those is more like uh, half a percent, 1%. Right. So my point is, is that when you're pouring that type of incubation time into it, well, now you have a higher quality lead in a shorter decision making time. Right. So now you understand, right, that why that's so powerful. And then here's my other favorite data point of why we built these particular models. Well, if these people that are selling your house, National Association of Realtors and Zillow says 61% is a, like it's a rolling, pretty concrete number. 61% of the people when they're selling a house are also buying a house.
right? So you're getting 1.5 transactions for every lead that you went over. Like freaking no brainer. Let's do this. Exactly. Which is why we have Zudelio members like Kathy Ryan yep. in California. Love her. She's also a cash offer coach now for EXP. <laughs> Love it. Love it. It's why we have agents like Kathy that are building amazing businesses mm. and using Zudelio as the tool to generate more listing opportunities. You know, so many agents get focused. They major in the minors. They get focused on the cash offer. They get focused on, is it going to be good? Or what, you know, what are the fees? How much, you know, what's the commission all this stuff. Yep. And it's not about the cash offer. It's about the opportunity to meet the seller where they're at. And where they're at is they're wondering what the easy option exit for their home Heck would be. Yeah. You meet them there, you give them that easy, easy option exit. And then if the numbers don't work, you quickly pivot to showing them how you can bring their home to market, maximize your, you know, your expertise so that you can get them top dollar. Absolutely. And again, not to like, I think, you know, let's face it, it's 20, it's uh, almost 2023, right? Like, like, let's just like, it is. for us and you know, like, all you true business connoisseurs out there, uh, 2022 is over, right? It's right. Like we are in court. We're rolling into quarter four. We're rolling in hot. <laughs> well, I know Keith yesterday was talking about some of our goals, right? And he's like, he's, he's like, we got to find seven, seven more, you know, like uh, from a unit metric that we work. He's like, we got to find, you know, a little bit more for us to hit our particular goal. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, badass, let's do it. Let's find a way, right? Because like, like we already have it skinned out where we're at with our projections now. We somehow have to find seven more to hit our goals in this particular arena. So I thought that was pretty cool. And what's also cool is at the beginning of the year when we set our goals, I looked at the numbers and I was like, no, no, <laughs> mm -mm, this is not gonna work. We can do better. Yeah, and I we know. increased we them. Ourselves. We increased our goals in the beginning of the year, actually late last year. We increased our goals for 2022 yep. by 30%. I know, it's And insane. we are exceeding them I know. already. That's, it's, it's, a, it's, it's amazing. It's, it is, it is really cool. And especially cool. through these shifts and whatever else. So the part I wanted to share real quick on that, um, the importance of technology, I would say is actually, uh, it's becoming more, right? Like right. I think you need to meet the consumer where they're at, right? Like that, and that sounds, that's a cliche saying, but it's also very true, right? Like digital space online, whatnot. And I know not everybody in the real estate space of the 1.6 million is enticed or, um, you know, um, a leader in the, in technology space. However, I think that that's what we created at Zudilio is it's super easy to create the lead. It's super easy to invite your client inside to request the cash offer. And then the biggest difference in what we bring to this mar to, to the marketplace is the offer dashboard where you can side-by-side -side comparison the different um, cash selling options, right? Instantly. Instantly. Right, the, the options that are available, buy, uh, <clears throat> get a cash offer, you know, the cash plus, sell now, move later, fix it and list it, right? Like all of these different options in one just simple place if your house qualifies for it or not. But then of course, next to what the agent could list and sell their house for. So now you could walked in, like I said before with my analogy, locked and loaded <laughs> yeah, to be able to cool. give them their menu of options. Not only that, think about it, guys. You're not walking in talking to about to them just about a listing. You could be walking in and talking about, hey, I got a contract for your house. Like deal is done, right? Like, and, and then if for some, you know, in that circumstances, if these options don't work for them and then you could show them how you're going to market their house and sell it within an X number of days for, you know, maybe X plus reason, whatever that is, that's where your expertise kind of comes into place. But that digital, you know, the, the digital, um, you know, offer dashboard is the key pivot, right? That puts you in the center of that. So. I think that we all can viscerally relate to building trust through technology. Absolutely. 
So I have a, you know, and, and we can all also on the flip side, we know what it's like to have trust broken by technology. And I've got a good example of this. So I back, you know, I don't know, five, seven years ago, I started a Facebook group here in my local market. Mm. Um, I also, many of you probably know this about me, but I have a residential real estate brokerage. And at that time I had a, a couple hundred agents and we were really actively involved with like mentoring and training the agents. And one of the lead generating techniques that we used was to build Facebook groups. And then of course now you have like this, this little, you know, it was a group, group of people. Yeah, genius right? move. So we grew this Facebook group and I think <clears throat> it had like 70,000 members in it. It was massive. And all of a sudden, like in the middle of the night last week, we get an email from Facebook that says your group's been deactivated. It's been deleted. And we're like, wait, what? And they're like, for copyright. And we're like, what? What are we talking about? And, and then in the message, it says that they'd emailed us. And so like we all went back through our emails and like, you know, none of us were finding anything. And then like finally, like one email was discovered that said that there was uh, something that was posted in the group that was supposedly a copyright infringement. And so Facebook unilaterally deactivated and deleted our group of 70,000 people. Because of one post? Apparently. I, oh my gosh. The point is, is we all know what it's like to build trust through technology. What We all know what it's like to have trust broken through technology. My question for you is, how are you going to build trust through technology with the people that you would like to do business with? Mm. And what we believe is that we have a solution for you to do that and to really position yourself as a leader. And so that, that kind of all ties into, so number one was like mindset. You gotta have a good mindset in this market to survive the shift. Number two, you really have to focus on lead generating and really build out a funnel that converts very well for you. Absolutely. And the, the key to that is having a reason for someone to even engage or enroll in your funnel, right? Exactly, what's and your value proposition? That's our value proposition. So we, you know, we believe here that the cash is, cash is king and we think that it's like the best value proposition of all time. So the third thing we kind of had talked about and kind of wrapping it up, if you really want to grow right now, you have to also be a consultant and an educator. Heck yeah. So let's talk through what does consultancy and education look like and what does that look like at scale? Well, for starters, you need to be able to be clear on your message, right? Like what is that value proposition? Speak to it intelligently, but then you need to capture it with this guy right here. <laughs> and, and more, yeah. more like put that, Put that yeah. camera this way. Yeah. Yes. This way. There we go. You have to talk yeah, to people. Yeah, talk to it, right? Like, and the, and the thing of that is, is I know so many people are afraid to do that, but the reality of it is it's just, it's reps. It's just like everything else we were talking about. Like, have a one-day goal, have a two-day goal, have a one-week goal, have a one-month goal, right? Like where, hey, I'm going to talk to my camera every single day. And I think that sometimes, like, oh, well, that's not my philosophy. That's not my strategy. No, it's, well, it's, you know, it's is your funny. strategy to not make money? Yeah, right. No, <laughs> it's funny that you peel it back so simply in just like one a day. I can remember we're working with um, a business consultant. His name is Buck Wise, and he was the former CMO for Grant Cardone. And yep. he does a lot of work for um, Glenn Stanford with um, EXP <clears throat> and he, he Ryan Serhant. So he's definitely working with some of the top of the top of the real estate industry. So we're just- We like, have him on the podcast next week. Yes, Buck will be on our podcast next week. So you're in for a treat, definitely tune back in. But you know, something that he said to us, cause we're in hyper growth mode here at Zoodelio. And so as we're kind of like sharing with him and trying to build out like our brand house and personas and all of these things, Buck has told us many times, we're not going to solve all the world's problems today. <laughs> Keep trying though. And it's the same with your content. You're not going to today put out the content that you would love to be putting out. 
But if you do it today and you do it again tomorrow and you do it again the next day and you keep going, it's going to get better and better and better. And eventually it will be the type of content that you're wanting to put out. So keep that in mind. Well, and we've had like another one too, hearing you say that, I think that is, and I, I, gosh, I love watching his rise. And I think it's just because we had, we got to meet him, you know, kind of when, when he first was discovered is Levi Lasak. Yes, right? yes. He is absolutely crushing it. I mean, he's kind of known as, I mean, the YouTuber of real estate, right, at this point. And I mean, I watch his little excerpts that he puts on Insta, you know, as far as like stories and whatnot. Like there was one that he talked about the other day where there's a lot of Middle Eastern, or not Middle Eastern, but foreigners moving to America. And one of the biggest things that they're doing is they'll they'll actually search. And you're, nobody's running ads in those particular areas, right, that, that, are, that are speaking a different language. Well, these people that are in these other foreign countries that can speak... English are now trying to go there and they're one of the best places they're doing it is YouTube and like, you know, um, you know, video, videoing these neighborhoods and Hey, what's cool about this particular place, right? Like that's a strategy I know that a lot of agents have adopted, but it's still, I think now vertical based short form video, right? And yes. I know that they, uh, up to a minute because they've extended it, you know, some of some of those other things, but my biggest thing is guys is no, it, it, here's the formula, right? And I know you guys have laid the blueprint for this all the time, right? It's got to be something personal, something that you're into, right? So that you're actually still captivating the audience, right? Like, yes, your unique value proposition is maybe how you pulled them in. But then from there, people that you want to work with people that know, like, and trust you, right? And how you're going to build that trust is sometimes having a, an assembling something in common with them, right? Like, hey, we both like X. Hey, we're both into X, right? And like, don't be afraid to show those things. So sometimes if you're, if you're, while you're building your confidence, right? Like the one day, one, one day, one, one, uh, win the day philosophy, right? Talk about, if you like cars, go talk about it right. for, like a, for like a quick second. If you like fruit, go talk about it for a quick second. If you like the color pink, <laughs> go talk episode, about it. today's episode, we're going to talk about bananas. Let me tell you why I like the color pink. <laughs> it is so freaking cool. Here's why. Let me show you my pink wardrobe. No, like, and other women out there like me who love pink would be like, oh, yeah, I chose this. I love her. Like, I love her. She yeah, Carly it. loves pink, too. So I, I mean, like... pink is like the best. <laughs> it's the best color. I love it. So good stuff today. So we definitely think that you got to consult, you got to educate, and you got to do it with this. So it's a must. It is a must. There you have it. There are three Hold ways. on. One last thing before you do that. <laughs> I, just because I, th I think we need to put this in, in, no, in true perspective. I'm, I'm laughing because Elliot always has the last word. Okay, <laughs> I, no, you, can you can have the last no, no, word. No, 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 wrap this up. This is just important, up. right? If I make a phone call, right? What is that? One phone call. Yes. How, if how I post can you... a video, right. right? And it only gets 500 views, how many people did I just touch? Yeah, I know. Like, how long would it have taken you to make 500 phone that's calls? That's my point. Right. Is it's like a mat, like, you know, the quality. And then not only that, like the next time you see them, a lot of times that gives them a reason to talk to you. Right. It's reverse prospecting. Pretty cool, Elliot. Simply put. No, no, no. That was an amazing tidbit. Thanks for sharing. <laughs> Thanks for listening. And don't miss next week's episode with Buckwise. Peace.